Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi, this is Scott Trout, CEO of the domestic litigation firm Cordell & Cordell. There are many life changes that can happen after divorce that make it difficult or impossible to uphold requirements of your divorce decree. The orders issued in a divorce are based on the facts presented at that time, but the circumstances used in issuing those orders can obviously change. If you feel a modification to your court orders might be necessary, talk to us at Cordell & Cordell. Contact CordellCordell.com, 1065 East Hillsdale Boulevard, Suite 310, Foster City, California, 94404. You are listening to The Bird Calls on the Off the Glass, Nothing But Net, and Up and Under Networks. For more on your Pelicans, go to iTunes, search The Bird Calls, and subscribe today. All right, what's up, Pelicans fans? Welcome to a very special episode of The Bird Calls. I'm your host and contributor to TheBirdRights.com, Preston Ellis, alongside my co-pilot and editor-in-chief to The Bird Rights, Ale Cosell. And today, we are thrilled to welcome on the legend herself, Nancy Lieberman of Fox Sports New Orleans. Nancy, thank you so much for taking the time. It's my pleasure. What an exciting uh, time it's been for the Pelicans, huh? I know we've been saying this we've been podcasting uh, more often than usual over the past six weeks or so and we've been saying that even though we missed the games this has been in of itself one of the more exciting times to be a Pelicans fans just the uh, anticipation of everything that is to come Uh, briefly to touch upon Nancy she's a member of four basketball hall of fames including the Naismith youngest basketball player ever to receive an Olympic medal so cool first woman to play in a men's league first to coach a D-league team as well as assistant manage it but arguably your greatest achievement comes in the form of Nancy Lieberman charities. If you want to touch on that quickly, it pays it forward to our youth. You can find details at Nancy Lieberman charities.org. Nancy with everything on your plate, how do you ever make time to watch Pelicans basketball? I watch more basketball than I can. I don't sleep a lot, by the way, I probably (laughs) sleep about four hours a night and I'm forever watching film and watching games because I, I just love it. I never get tired of it. And I have enjoyed uh, being a part of Pelicans Live, you know, for the last two years. And this is really an exciting time for the city, for the Benson family, and for all of us that just want to see great things happen for this franchise. Yeah, that's great, Nancy. I mean, you, your list of accomplishments as Preston's just ran off are, are super incredible. And I got the lucky opportunity to talk to you at length uh, once, obviously, of course, after the Anthony Davis saga, but still it was great to talk to you about, you know, Pelicans basketball in the future. But I don't think any of us could have imagined and what we've seen in these last two months. So let's just jump right into it. What do you think of all these moves that the Pelicans have made, starting, you know, with Gail Benson hiring David Griffin and so on? Well, I, I've known Griff uh, for many, many years back when he was with the Phoenix Suns. So uh, that was a pristine hire. 
um, you know, by everybody involved uh, with the, you know, the leadership of the Pelicans. You know, he's built a championship team. He's dealt with superstars. He knows the cap. He has, he's so vital in understanding uh, relationships around the league. He's well-respected and he's just a really nice person uh, first and foremost. And I'm really, I, I, I texted him that day and I said, I'm so happy and proud for you. And he was excited to get going. He must have known that this opportunity was, you know, one in a million, because as we both know, he's turned down a lot of jobs uh, since he's, you know, become eligible to run franchises. What do you think really pushed him to take this job with the New Orleans Pelicans? And can you also touch on maybe what we can expect moving forward, like maybe some success stories that you know of with either with Phoenix or Cleveland? So maybe give a look into what Pelicans fans can um, expect moving forward. Well, I mean, I can't speak for for Griff, um, and I would never do that. But what I do know is he's very progressive, but he's very solid in his fundamentals of how to build the business. Uh, he understands uh, players and player development, which is essential in, in the NBA. You must develop your players and, and build around that. Certainly Alvin Gentry and, and, and Coach Finch and Darren those guys are excellent coaches. And I know that there's been some changes with training and medical and all that stuff. And you want to have the best of the best. And, and that's what David is used to. He did a great job, um, very successful when Alvin was in, um, was, was in Phoenix with the Suns. They have a great relationship. You know, I can remember sitting in an NBA coaches uh, symposium and there were GMs on this panel and the question was, do you want to be able to, you know, sit in and meetings and get along? And, you know, some coaches are opposed to GMs being in. Some coaches, you know, open the door and say, come on, be sit, you know, say what you have to say. The fact that Alvin Gentry has such a long, deep relationship uh, with David Griffin, that's huge right there. That answers that question. I'm sure, you know, they will collaborate in a very positive way. And you have to have total trust. So, you know, just take that off the list of potential issues that you can have. And like I said, I mean, he's, he has had very successful teams. He understands up-tempo. He understands defense. He understands, you know, what your coach's needs will be. And he, I thought he handled the Anthony Davis thing uh, really quite well. You had to meet with Anthony. You had to sit down with him and say, we'd love to have you back. I mean, if there's any opportunity, these are certain things that we feel we could provide uh, in your career so you can achieve your goals and we can achieve ours together. If you feel that that situation has played its course, then you turn around and you have to look at plan B. We're not going to have Anthony, but how are we going to make this pay off? appropriately for this franchise is he going to play with us for another year are we going to try and put a package together are we going to bring a third team how is this going to play out and, and he's really good at that there's a lot you know sometimes to the fans you don't know how difficult putting these things together are and you have to have friends in this league and he has friends and like i said before he's well respected 
Yeah, I mean, everybody I've talked to, and my you know resources are a lot more limited than yours, but I've heard nothing but adulation, high and low. But listen, you touch on that big elephant in the room, the Anthony Davis you know trade conversation, and it looks like obviously the situation here in New Orleans is untenable, so he is going to have to be moved. What do you think Griffin is kind of doing behind the scenes? I mean, obviously he's going to try and find what works best for both the Pelicans and on AD's behalf, but how do you see this maybe playing out and like what kind of return should he look for? Maybe possibly even guess as to where he could possibly end up. Well, I think first you have to decide, and this is my thoughts, not, not David's. First, you have to decide who you're going to build your franchise around. Once you determine who you're going to build your franchise, is it going to be Zion? Is it going to be, you know, Drew Holiday? Is it going to be Julius Randle? What, what, you know, where do you see everybody fitting as you're putting your dashboard of, of, you know, personnel together? And, you know, for me, uh, it's two-way players are very special in this league, as you see with Kawhi. They have uh, such a will to win and a sacrifice for the good of the team. And, you know, when you have somebody like that in Drew Holiday, it kind of resets your culture of what's expected and what you guys can do. And I think that's very, very important. Um, so once you've identified that with Alvin and, you know, with, with the, the people who are going to be involved in, in that decision, then you start looking at what teams have what assets. And I don't believe that, Anthony Davis is just going to be handed over to the Lakers for five guys. I, I don't believe that. I think it's going to be a, a third team situation. And, you know, you're looking at cap space, you're looking at existing contracts, expiring contracts. Um, so there's a lot of things that go into, you know, figuring out the, the mathematics of how this deal is going to work and that you've, you know, you can get some future draft picks some current players, you're going to be moving a, a big salary off your books. So it's, I, I, see, I find that whole piece of it intriguing. I, I think it's, it's fun mm -hmm. to figure out, you know, how you can, you know, uh, work the, the magic of the business of basketball. I'm Scott Trout, CEO of the domestic litigation firm Cordell & Cordell. We help men deal with the life changes triggered by divorce, such as child custody and property division, among many others. But life changes also occur after divorce. These changes can make parts of your existing court order irrelevant or harder to follow. If you feel a modification to your court orders might be necessary, talk to us at Cordell & Cordell. We're a partner men can count on. Contact CordellCordell.com, 1065 East Hillsdale Boulevard, Suite 310, Foster City, California, 94404. Now, Nancy, it's it's so much fun for us to discuss uh, the who's going where, uh, the rumor mill, uh, discussing all the parameters of what a potential deal could be. In many ways, it's it's a lot more interesting for fans than actually watching basketball games. And you've been around the game for a long time. In your time, have you ever seen something quite like what we're experiencing uh, this season, player empowerment, agent empowerment, kind of dictating not just their own fates. We've seen Anthony Davis comments on the shop, uh, as well as recent articles and interviews with Rich Paul and Sports Illustrated this morning. Now these stars are kind of dictating where they're going. Um, and not only that, while they are building their own brand, they're taking away from their own teams like the New Orleans Pelicans, the Los Angeles Lakers. We've seen front office types fired as a result of last season, head coaches removed from their post. 
in your time across the NBA, do you feel like the NBA is shifting more towards player empowerment and player movement? And how do you think that's affecting the game as a whole? Well, first, let me say, I think the, the, the United States is leaning towards empowerment of the people and that their voice does matter and that freedom of, of thought and freedom of speech is, is very important in our world right now. So the NBA isn't doing anything on a one-off. They're just following the, the culture shift right now in our country. And the athletes right now know that they, they do have power and especially your superstar players, and they're just exercising their constitutional right to say, you know what, I want to do this, or I don't want to do this, or I'm staying here. It, everybody has an opinion of what is best for them in their career. And I'll say this because most people don't have to think, um, I'm, I'm going to take myself out of the coaching realm. I'm going to go back to being a player. <laughs> our our window of opportunity is very, very small. If you can eke out 10, 12, maybe on the long side, 15 years, you, you've gotten the, the Willy Wonka golden ticket. Then you've been blessed beyond comprehension because you have to factor in injuries in that. You have to factor in productivity. You have to factor in, uh, does somebody else get hurt? Are there coaching changes? You know, uh, I think... I was with, uh, I forget uh, who it was the other day, and he, one of the NBA guys, he said he's had four coaches in five years. And he's really looking forward, you know, to having a solid coach and learning from that person. So a coach that coaches me, uh, the first, that might be fantastic, but if that coach gets fired or let go and another coach, because he might like somebody else's style. So there's a lot of moving pieces here in this short window, as I said, of opportunity. So we do have to respect the fact that players do have the right to say, I don't want to play here anymore, but it's very emotional. Look, I grew up a New York Knicks fan. My whole life was about Willis Reed and Walt Frazier and the Knicks in the seventies. And when a player left, it hurt me because I was so emotionally invested the way that the New Orleans fans are so emotionally invested in Anthony because you think these guys are going to be here forever. And it hurts. I mean, like with LeBron James and, and some of the other athletes. But I will say this. They traded Babe Ruth. They <laughs> traded Wayne Gretzky. They have traded some of the best of the best. It happens in sports. And you just have to appreciate people for what they gave you. Anthony Davis is a really good human being. And he gave the best of who he was to the franchise. I don't know the fallout, the relationship. You know, I don't want to be the judge of if he was right or wrong to demand a trade or for LeBron's involvement. Um, personally, I think LeBron needs to stay focused on his team and stay out of the life of the Pelicans. But it, it, it is what it is. Anthony made some life choices. And, you know, knowing the Pelicans fans, I know that they will thank him for his, his time in New Orleans. And, and who knows? Sometimes you get better by subtraction. And the whole franchise, I believe, is in such a positive trajectory on so many levels that sometimes 
let people go. You'll be blessed for being good human beings and just building your program. Yeah, that's well said. And so let's just jump right to this, Nancy. Zion, who has captivated the hearts and minds of everybody here in the region, not just New Orleans. Um, let me ask you first, where were you when you first learned that the Pelicans had won the uh, lottery? And what are your thoughts on him? Well, unlike everybody else, I mean, I was in front of a TV in my home in Dallas. Um, it was exciting. Anytime you get the number one pick, I mean, Alvin couldn't control himself. look i've known alvin for 30 something years alvin (laughs) was awesome that he is so authentic and i just dig alvin gentry and you could just see the happiness i mean he went through uh, he went through so much crap last year Mm -hmm. i mean are they gonna keep him or they're not gonna keep him please um i applaud you know, Mickey, I applaud uh, Gail Benson, everybody who just took a breath and didn't knee-jerk overreact and let a coaching staff go. Mm-hmm. Alvin is going to be amazing, um, you know, for Zion. Uh, he, he's, he's great with people, guys around the league, coaches, trainers, everybody. They just love Alvin Gentry. Um, he's got more stories, and he's seen more stuff on the court. And by the way, he has a championship ring. So that that matters when you're looking at somebody in the eye. So I think it's going to be a really great time. Um, I I think Drew I know Drew Holiday is going to be a very important part um, of what you're doing. And then what about all the young people through mm-hmm. all the chaos last year? You know, Coach Finch, all the assistant coaches, all the PD guys, the player development guys, they stayed true. They stayed focused. They stayed positive. And look what they did with Kay Ridge and Frank and Christian, or Chris Wood, I should say. Um, look what they did with developing those young players and taking their game to yet another level. That's big stuff. Yeah, Nancy, you mentioned Drew Holiday and everything he was able to do with what we uh, coined the Drew Crew uh, last year, uh, late in January, early February. We had some quotes from our friend, Coach Mike G, friend of the program. He said, in terms of his role in embracing being the face of the franchise and those types of phrases, I think he embraces it. I think he is very excited to be that guy. Of course, I'm referencing Drew Holiday. Now we're entering a new realm, as you said, Nancy, uh, a realm geared around Drew Holiday and Zion Williamson. Obviously, Zion is the new bright star that we're going to look to for uh, you know all the national attention and acclaim. But Drew Holiday is that workhorse, very quiet, top 15 uh, type player who doesn't both ends that these young guys that you just mentioned they look up to they respect that was something else that coach mike g told us was that frank jack jackson emulates him he wants to be just like him now this guy is kind of running your franchise just how good can the pelicans be both on and off the court with drew holiday as their as their face piece well drew's a quiet leader we all know that and he's a follow me by example kind of guy you saw how hard he played at the end of the season when people were taking time out or nursing injuries and trying to get back. Uh, Drew was just a stalwart on both sides of the floor. And I had a chance to speak with him quite a bit um, when we were down there doing games. And I'm so impressed with him. Let me say something, and I don't want this guy to be overlooked. Julius Randall had a career year. And Julius was focused and disciplined 
and crushed it. He did everything that coaching staff wanted. And I don't think people should, you know, just because Zion is here, you know, as of today, right now, Julius Randall is better than Zion Williamson. Uh, it, they're, they're, you know, same type of uh, body structure, but he's a better shooter. He obviously has NBA experience, uh, you know, uh, so uh, not, I'm not downplaying Zion, but Zion mm. is going to need somebody to learn from. Okay. And that mm. person is going to be Julius Randall. And so he's going to be, in my opinion, very important in the mix. He's a great person. He's like Drew Holiday. He's rock solid. He's a, is a great husband, great dad, mm-hmm. loves the city of New Orleans, and delivered on a high level last year. Wow. Excellent stuff, Nancy. Uh, we want to be cognizant of your time. Let's go ahead and wrap up here. Uh, thank you so much. As you guys may well know, you can follow her at Lancy Nieberman. Nancy, I've been so excited to talk to you all week, and I just want to wish you the absolute best this summer and going into next season. Thank you so much for your time and for everything that you're doing with the Pelicans organization. Well, thank you so much. And uh, hey, I'm really happy and proud that the Pels hired uh, my dear friend, Swin Cash. I was just with her on Saturday, and She's going to be a um, tremendous asset to the organization. Would you like to expand further upon that? Because I know a lot, uh, a lot of our listeners would be anxious to hear more details about her. Well, Swin's a winner. Uh, she was in college. She was as a professional in Detroit and New York uh, in the WNBA. Uh, just a beautiful, kind, smart woman who knows this game inside and out. And uh, again, Kudos to David Griffin. I mean, Griff is a difference maker in people's lives. And by him hiring, not just her as a female, but giving somebody like Swin an opportunity is, it it just shows people that he's about diversity and inclusion and opportunity. And we need that. And, And, you know, our owner is a woman. And she owns a football team and a basketball team. So to bring Swin in, to bring a female in, somebody as qualified as Swin Cash, um, there's a lot of young ladies uh, who are going to fall in love with uh, little kids that are going to fall in love with Swin Cash. And Nancy, as a great role model. As many accolades as we need to give to David Griffin for the hire and for having the confidence in her, uh, you also need a, a fair bit of praise for being the the trailblazer that you were in this respect, being the first coach of a men's professional basketball team in the D-League, an assistant coach with the Sacramento Kings. Uh, you have done a fair bit of trailblazing, and in many ways, Swin Cash can look up to you as somebody who has helped create these opportunities for her. Uh Talk a little bit more, and then I promise I'll let you go, about your relationship to Swin. Do you guys keep in contact, and will you kind of show her around New Orleans? Well, I I do know Swin, like I said, very well. I've known her since she was in college. Uh, matter of fact, we were goofing around so much the other day. She was taking a picture uh, of one of my old Dominion uh, friends, uh, Tisha Penichero, who was inducted in the Hall of Fame Saturday. And she has me my camera, my phone back, and all the pictures were of her. So I'm not real happy that Swin was taking selfies on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, seriously, your picture? So we, we go back a long time. She has always been gracious and very kind in respecting uh, the history of our game and people like myself. Um, 
I guess you call us uh, trailblazers or pioneers or what, whatever being old sounds like to people <laughs> these days. And uh, I always joke with her that she's uh, a pioneer. She just happens to be a little younger, but she as well as a pioneer. So I, I'm just I'm just really happy for her. Um, you know, she calls me a role model. I call her just you know a fabulous person, and it's a, it's a mutual a- admiration and. You know, uh, she's very humble, but tenacious. She knows how to win. And she's she's going to be an asset to uh, the organization on many levels. Excellent stuff, Nancy. Uh, thank you so much for your time again. And we look forward to covering both her and you in the future, uh, especially given how exciting this season's going to be. I'm going to wrap up with Ali. Of course, you guys know where to find him at Ali Cosell, our editor-in-chief. Uh, between scouts, opposing site editors, national columnists, trade package pods, we've really been putting in the work this summer, and it's all behind our editor-in-chief, Ali. So, Ali, you've got a big article coming up in about an hour or so. Do you want to tease it, or would you rather our listeners just lay in wait? The lane wait, but it involves the news today about that Rich Paul SI article. Great. I've got something coming out for Bleacher Report. I'm going to recap this one with Nancy, uh, highlighting some of the quotes from this conversation. Thank you, guys. If you want to give back to us, uh, all that we ask is, you know the drill, subscribe, rate, share, all that good stuff. Spread the word far and wide. We've got record-breaking numbers this month. We've got great news coming for David Grubb, who scored a great job today. I'm going to let him tell you guys about that. But for now, just stick with us. We've got more stuff coming down the pipeline. As always, thanks for being a part of our family. Let's go, pals. Thank you for listening to the Bird Calls on the Off the Glass, Nothing But Net, and Up and Under podcast networks. If you like what you're hearing, please take a moment to rate us on iTunes, retweet, share with your friends, and most importantly, subscribe today. Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Moon. Yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. I can't believe it. That Gerald is presenting the quarterly budget report with finger puppets? Look, here comes a 1.7% decrease in fixed overhead. Hello, everybody. No, I can't believe how easy it was to save hundreds of dollars on my car insurance with Geico. Who are you? The projected increase in organic Q3 revenue. Hooray! Believe it, Geico could save you 15% or more on car insurance.